Welcome to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Cipriano. We're joined by Derek Settle of the Bear Green Solutions team, and we're going to be talking about nematodes and an exciting control method for nematodes. So, Derek, first off, thanks for joining us. Where are you right now, and what type of conditions are you seeing? Well, hi, Guy. It's good to be here. Um, I actually am based in Jacksonville, Florida, and then I cover the southern region. I focus on warm season turf and, and what we know just based on the, the normal signs of spring, uh, first leaf, uh, it's about 20 days ahead of schedule. It's really not March. It's actually almost April at this point. Is that contrasting to what we've seen the last few years? Is this activity abnormally early? We've actually had, in the last five years, some pretty brutal winters. Uh, there have been some, some winter kill, and then usually when you have very cold uh, winter periods, you can have some slow green up. So this year is very, very different, relatively mild, as you know, December, January, February. And in a lot of cases, it never really felt like we had winter. Um, and if you visited a golf course uh, in the southeast, you would probably see some of their greens, the Bermuda greens, didn't even um, at all uh, lose much of their green color. So it's a very strange uh, winter. We typically don't see this, and it does mean that we are advancing early uh, this spring, and that's not really a surprise. With that said, what should superintendents be doing now in the southern part of the country to, to get ready for maybe some of the potential problems that could occur here in a month or two? Well, first applications, um, usually we start the year with uh, preventive fungicides for fairy ring. Those are some of the first applications that will go down. And then the other issue is nematodes at about the same time. So when those soil temperatures hit about 55 to 60, that's when guys hit the go button. And this would be the year really where probably they're likely going to find themselves behind the eight ball in some cases. So their, uh, their applications will go out, but uh, maybe not quite as soon as we normally would like for prevention of, of some of those really difficult diseases below ground. Speaking of nematodes, Bear released Indemnify last year. What has the response been like, and where does it fit into something that a superintendent might be doing this time of year to control nematodes? Yeah, well, Indemnify uh, was released. Uh, first date of sale was August 15th of last year. So it was launched in the summer. And really what's kind of unique about it, it's, it's a next-generation um, nematicide. It offers superintendents an ability to control the, really the most difficult uh, nematode out there, a couple of them, uh, Sting, which is our most, most pathogenic, and then Root Knot. Um, and then really the prime times to make those applications are fall and spring. So now it's spring. We've got that, that prevention um, uh, timing. We usually uh, recommend two applications in the spring, almost, again, like you're going for these underground diseases. Typically, it's a two-application strategy, so you make two applications in the, in the spring. And then really what that means to a golf course superintendent, um, they can really rest well. They'll see um, natural and normal green up and perhaps some of the best roots um, that, they've, that they've ever seen. A lot of times for a golf course superintendent, Getting a good green up and good root growth in the spring can be difficult and, and not so much anymore when you can have a product like Indemnify that's removing those nematodes that are feeding, actively feeding on roots as they're developing. What's unique about the active ingredient fluopyram? Fluopyram is unique because it's a next-generation nematicide. And what does that mean for a golf course superintendent? I mean, now you've got a really, really familiar strategy that you're used to applying. It's it's relatively safe, much safer than the old uh, nematicides. And so, again, they've got now a new nematicide that is very unique and um, very different and requires no special cultural practices. 
really a, a, a neat, neat uh, discovery by Bayer to now control nematodes uh, for the future and beyond. There was obviously a lot of buzz last year when this project was, was launched, especially in Florida. You're based in Florida. What have you seen so far with some of the work you've done with the superintendents in your area? We knew this was going to be uh, very good. We saw in small plot research conducted by uh, Dr. Billy Crow, also by uh, Bruce Martin, at least in my area, some, some fantastic results, particular, again, when, when sting nematodes were the issue or when root knot nematodes were the issue. But you have to realize that small plot uh, research occurs in about four feet by six feet you know, rectangle squares, and so sometimes it's hard to get the complete visualization. So what we did prior to launch, we had large demos where we would split a green in half, um, and we'd make two applications at the high use rate, and then we would sit back and watch what would happen, and basically you would see just dramatic change. Uh, the greens that we typically didn't quite understand what was wrong with them and why they weren't uh, uh, looking so good, especially in the cleanup laps, they would have a lot of lost turf. You have to realize this grass is kind of semi-dormant uh, in the, in, in the, in, in, at periods, and then the, the equipment wear itself can be pretty detrimental. So you'd see basically half of the green uh, green up, and the density would increase, and then they could take the, the, the normal uh, wear and tear that's required, you know, that golf course superintendents need. So now uh, what we realized really was that we had sort of forgotten uh, what superintendents had been dealing with. Um, there hadn't been a good solution, and now here was one indemnify, and it really showed us how detrimental the nematodes were. When you don't have roots, you just really do not have a plant that can have the density and the greenness and just behave normally, which is required for, for a golf green. What type of versatility does Indemnify offer? Can it be tank mixed with any other products? So it is very compatible for tank mixing. Did some tests with that. So in general, um, what what Bayer looked at was the other uh, fungicides that would be used uh, in a um, type of situation where you'd apply it and then you'd water it in. And so we know that it's it's very compatible. Um, That was probably no real surprise. We actually recommend that golf course superintendents do not tank mix, that they apply indemnify alone, and that's so they can actually dial it in and then very specifically water into the depth of their roots. Um, you don't want to go beyond that. And so what we're t- saying is although it's compatible, use indemnify by itself and, and then carefully water it in to where the nematodes are. It's going to kill um, on contact, and that will give you your best uh, possible control. And for a golf course superintendent, again, it means that you've got something that can be mixed. It's safe, um, but, you, but you in general are going after nematodes at specific times of the year in the spring and the fall, uh, and that's how you'd want to you'd use it. Just, just use it as it for its unique properties, going after nematodes at, at the point of, of root growth. Yeah, and as far as uh, turf grass varieties, is it just a Bermuda grass product, or can it be used on other varieties? So thank you for that. The, as far as the varieties, we also have learned some, some interesting things. In California, there's a foliar nematode, Anguina pacifica. So it's kind of unique. It's localized to the Monterey Bay area. So in San Francisco, uh, where they can have conditions in the wintertime where uh, it's very uh, uh, commonly overcast and they get a lot of mist rain, there's a nematode out there that actually feeds on uh, poa greens. Indemnify turned out to also be highly effective and gave them a solution that they needed. So now we, we know that it has great safety, not just on uh, bent grass, but Bermuda grass and POA, which is really remarkable. You're p- applying a product that's highly concentrated, 
uh, has surfactants to help d deliver it to the roots, um, and there are no safety issues at all. So, uh, again, it's safe for golf course superintendents, whether they're cool season greens or warm season greens. I live here in Ohio, Derek, and I've been to events where superintendents in our state have mentioned that they've had issues with nematodes. Have you seen the nematode range and problem expand across the United States in some of your research and some of the discussions you've, you've had with other people in the industry? Well, there are, uh, there's some really good information. Historically, the surveys on nematodes that were affecting greens, it started actually in Illinois in 1963. And then since that time, each state or region has done some. What we know is, is nematode problems are not unique. Nematodes are everywhere. Uh, it's not just affecting turf grass either. So if you've got roots, you've got nematodes. And the, the parasitic ones have a specialized mouth part called a stylet, and then that's just what they do. As far as the nematodes that we think about, root knot uh, would be an example of one that's everywhere. You'll find that in the north as well as the south. There's different species. Some are adapted for cool temperatures. Some are adapted for warm temperature. The bad boy sting, we see that primarily in the southern region. Uh, there's a third nematode, the lance nematode, and that's another one that, again, you find it really throughout uh, the United States. So the point is these nematodes are always out there. The difference would be which ones you've got and then what we try to determine and figure out at what population levels are they going to be damaging? What is that damage threshold to the actual turf grass plant? And then for a golf course superintendent, what it means is that we familiarize them with the nematodes, and then we try to simplify it and uh, boil it down to the few, really, that they need to worry about and, and watch those numbers. Yeah, I think there's some superintendents that probably think this could never happen to me, not, not my course. This is something somebody in Florida has to deal with. What are some signs that a superintendent could look for that would maybe drop a hint that there could be a nematode issue on his or her course? When you have a, a, a lack of roots, I mentioned uh, one thing would be just an inability to, to just handle um, the normal wear and tear. So without good roots, the plants just don't have the ability to, to hold themselves. So there's that, that shearing of, of both uh, equipment wear, but also foot traffic of the golfers. So the greens uh, just would tend to thin out uh, where they normally would not. Uh, cleanup laps would be something that you would first see the signs of, of uh, nematode root feeding, also collars uh, where, where they turn the equipment. The other thing would be fertility, right? They would have their normal fertility program going, and, and then it would look like it's not working. They would have uh, signs of chlorosis or yellowing of the turf. Um, they might also run into some of the diseases that are associated with uh, low fertility stress, something like um, anthracnose would be an example for um, poa greens, and something like um, leaf spot would be an example for Bermuda grass greens. So those are the kinds of things you're going to be dealing with, really, turf that's not, not behaving normally, um, and the superintendent would, would really probably not have a distinct symptom. That's the thing about nematodes is that, the symptoms can be easily confused uh, with other patch diseases, even rhizoctonia. And in some cases, um, you don't even really have a, a distinct pattern. So when, when, they're kinda up, when a golf course superintendent is kind of up against the wall, they've got a problem, they're having trouble figuring out uh, what it is, uh, that's usually the thing you ask them is, have you looked at your roots? Have you sampled for nematodes? And a lot of times you'll hear back, well, I have, but it's been a while. So you say, well, let's go ahead and do that. And sometimes that then is actually the problem. A few final things here. As we move into the 
one-year anniversary of Indemnify. What are some areas of focus for you right now? What are some areas you're working on when it comes to nematodes and using the product to control nematodes? Well, a couple of things. One is is we are highly, highly effective on sting nematodes. With root knot, uh, we're looking at where it feeds. It tends to have a, a different feed pattern. It's, um, it's not along the entire length of the root, and it's not outside the root. Most of our nematodes, like sting, are ectoparasitic, so they feed outside the root, whereas root knot is inside. It's an endoparasite, and it, it's at all the way to the very top, almost uh, as close to the crown as you, can, as you can be. So we're looking now at research that helps us dial in actually how to apply indemnify if you're going after something like root knot. You would not want to water in past that nematode. So uh, light irrigation, um, a tenth of an inch, and we're also very lucky with our product. We can actually leave it on the foliage. It doesn't photodegrade, uh, and then it's not also deterred by having a high KOC, which is kind of like the, the glue to the organic fraction of the, of the soil. We don't have a number that is so very high uh, that it can't then move. So once you make your application, you lightly irrigate in, and then the irrigations that follow that, it slowly allows indemnify to move down and then knock, knock down those other uh, nematodes that are feeding along the, the root lakes. Um, the other thing would be fairways. Uh, we are now looking at research in the fairway situation, and uh, we have some really good results in both Florida and in the Carolinas. We're looking at really how can you, you use uh, indemnify strategically in a fairway situation? It's a different grass. Uh, instead of it being a, a dwarf or ultra dwarf, you've got a grass that's now uh, much more aggressive. And so the idea is to find a single application timing that would give you the strategy to knock back the nematodes. And then you've got a grass that's more vigorous just from its genetics, something like, for example, 419 or Tifway. Uh, and then another example would be celebration. These are the warm season uh, fairway turf types, but they're aggressive Bermudas. And so if you can knock the nematodes back at a key time uh, in the spring or even in the fall, and it turns out these fall applications might be our best uh, strategy, and this is a perfect example this season, right, where you've got this early spring green up and you're probably going to be potentially behind. So probably it's going to be down to like a single application made in the fall for a golf course superintendent and then uh, they'll, they'll have good control even in fairway situations. Bear has some outstanding resources out there for superintendents looking to learn more about indemnify and nematodes in general. What are some of those, Derek, and where are some good places to go for more information? So our Back by Bayer website uh, really is, the, is, our, is our source for really all of our materials for indemnify. Uh, when it was launched, there's a product sheet, there's a uh, a sheet on, on uh, commonly asked questions. Uh, there's uh, additional sheets on that tank mixing question. Uh, what can you mix it with and what can't you? Also uh, just features and benefits. And so really at one site you can find everything you needed to know about indemnify and more and we're continuing to create sheets. So for a golf course superintendent, the Back by Bear uh, website's really, really good. And then my technical team has a blog called Talking Turf. Um, and you'll also see that. And so in the spring, uh, we'll talk about things like nematodes and indemnify. Well, Derek, thanks for uh, joining us. This was some great information, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you, guys. I've enjoyed it.